Hey, 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 what else was playing that day? Hey, hey, what else was playing that day? Hey, 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 what else was playing that day? Hey, everybody, it's your pal Ben Reiser here with you. Uh, for a special mini episode of 70 movies we saw in the 70s. Uh, the action picks up uh, right where it left off last episode. Uh, our special guest is still Chad Pillary, and we uh, pick up the conversation right where it left off. Uh, we have just finished talking about the Groove Tube, and now we're going to go through what other movies were playing in New York City the day that the Groove Tube opened. So sit back, kick back, enjoy this special edition of Hey, 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 what else was playing that day? This was so much pleasure. We finished all the movies. Wait a minute now. Let's... You know, oh, so this wrap up. Yeah. this movie was reviewed on the uh, on the Monday after on June twenty fourth, nineteen seventy four, in the New York Times. This was reviewed, and I want to tell you what other movies appeared to be playing in New York on June twenty fourth, nineteen seventy four. I, mean, I want to say, you know, uh, GrooveTube also was a regular double feature with Tunnel Vision. Now, Tunnel Vision, I don't know yes. that I've ever seen. Tell Tunnel me about Vision's Tunnel Vision too. That's the uh, Fire Sign Theater guy's uh, send-up of TV, and that's also funny. That sounds familiar, but I, I'm not recalling any skits from it. I definitely oh, think well, I we saw should it. We watch it and come back and uh, <laughs> check it out. Did you, when did and you what's see hilarious it? hilarious to me is nah, my, my parents saw it in the 70s in the theater, which is very atypical of them. Oh. Uh, they went to see um, everything you always wanted to know about sex because they were Woody Allen fans. Yeah. And Tunnel Vision was the second feature, and they stuck around for it. Uh, My parents were not, uh, they were not in the slightest bit counterculture people. So. <laughs> All right. So on Broadway uh, at the Golden Theater on West 45th Street, uh, Sammy Kahn had a one-man show. Uh, All right. Sammy Kahn in his words and music. Now, is Sammy Kahn the actual character that Martin Short is doing on that great SCTV bit where he's on the William B. Williams show and he walks in, he can he's holding the cigar and he goes, "Give me a C, a bouncy C." Is that no? I th- is, I think that's uh, that's like Irving Berlin because his name is like Irving Cohen. Oh, so Irving Cohen. Okay, I think it's a real old old songwriter. But I, that's Sammy Kahn. But wasn't yeah, Sammy Kahn like more of a Sammy song Kahn. and dance man? So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then also Peter Cook and Dudley Moore in something called Good Evening. Mm-hmm. Wow, no idea. And the New York Shakespeare Festival at Lincoln Center was doing a production of the best American play of 1974, as noted by the New York Dramas Critics Award, Short Eyes, which I think you talked about on the last oh, episode. Oh, Miguel Pinera, yes, yeah. yeah. You ever see that fucking movie? No. Did you? Did you just watch it? I mean, I've seen it before. Oh, you have? I have it in my queue, oh. yeah. That played on 42nd Street into the 80s. It's in fucking insane. Oh, okay. It's about a child molester in prison. Right. Oh, I got to watch Oh, that. yes. That I sounds think great. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. 
Then there was also something uh, Ann Baxter, Hume Cronin, and Jessica Tandy in a play called Noel Coward in Two Keys. I don't know what that Jeez. was. I don't know what the Two fuck. Two keys of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. um, and Jim Dale, who later became famous for being in that. Um, Barnum. 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 Barnum, of course. He was also uh, one of the leaders of the Carry On Gang. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, and then he also. And then, partner Cat Ellinger will tell you about. Right. And then later in life, he became famous to a whole new generation because he was the one who did the. Harry Potter audiobooks in, in oh, yes. England. Oh. Yes. Big audiobook um, guy. Although there was an American audiobook version of Harry Potter with a different actor. Uh, I can't remember who. Uh, okay. Uh, well, so he was, so Jim Dale was in something called Scapino with an exclamation oh. point. I don't know what that was. No idea. But now when it came to movies, uh, Playing at a selected theater near you was a little something called Cinderella Liberty. Chad, I feel uh, like this is a movie sure. you saw. I never saw this movie. Is that James Conn? Oh, it's good. Oh, I think it's yeah, James Conn. Conn, Marsha yeah. Mason, yeah. Yes. And good. It's, it's a, a good, yeah. I've seen he's in the Navy or something. Yeah. He's a sailor, yes. right? Paul Williams theme song. Yeah, very good. And she's an a-hole to him, right? And she has a son or something. Yeah. Oh, God, I haven't seen it yes. in 30 years, but yeah. I do remember seeing it. I saw I'm that a big James Conn fan. On TV. And at a Universal Showcase Theater near you, including Centuries College in uh, mm. sunny Brooklyn, um, was something called, was it, well, I'm sorry, it was a double feature. And it was, um, I don't know what the first, I feel like, and maybe you're telling me this was a thing, that it wasn't, it wasn't necessary that either one of these was on its first run, right? Sometimes they would just throw up double features. Oh, they would just throw double features. Oh, yeah. Two, two, two good shit. So this double feature was Goldie Hawn in the Sugarland Express. All right. And it was playing with Walter Matthau as Charlie Varick. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, that's a, a hell double of a combo. So those are probably both universal movies. And, yes. You know, they didn't have VC, VHS back then. They didn't have home videos, so they had yeah. to right. keep making money off this. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, in Do you G- like Sugarland Express? I, I yeah. never could make it through. Oh, I love ben it. Loves oh, that fantastic. Yeah, ben loves that movie. Yeah. Oh, you need to watch that. Okay, it's I'll rewatch. So good, yeah. so good. Um, but in June of '74, apparently was a uh, one of the times that they brought out the Go Ape uh, <laughs> quintuple feature. Oh wow! Yeah, Go Ape. So All Go right. Ape. Now this is interesting, oh, yeah. and I do remember this being a feature of Go Ape. So the Go Ape ad has all five movies in it, but it also yeah. says. Different theaters are playing different combinations of apes films, so take your pick and then go ape. And so they had each movie listed with a number next to it. So, you know, Planet of the Apes was number one right. and Battle for the Planet of the Apes was number five. Right. So some so some of these theaters had like the numbers that corresponded with the movies that were playing. Right. And then some of the theaters were playing all five of them and those had a star next to them. So mm. in Brooklyn, I'm about to read you all these theaters because I don't know like eight out of 10 of these. I know we do this and we're like, but these are even right. new theaters to anything I've read before. Do so, you ever look these up on Cinema Treasures afterwards? I no. always do. Okay. Yeah. So it should. So in Brooklyn, showing all five Apes movies was a theater called Banco, B-A-N-C-O. Jeez. Never heard of that. No clue. What the no. F is that? And in Brooklyn, showing all five Apes movies was a theater called The City Line. City Line. 
No I don't idea. remember that either. Now, only showing Escape, Conquest, and Battle was the Midwood. Yeah, we, and the Midwood course. was on Avenue yeah. J yeah. or Avenue M? Avenue J Avenue and like J. 16th Street by the uh, train station. Yeah. And they famously in 1977 went to the 77-cent yeah. policy. Yeah, they had the cheap would night. go up every year. Right. Well, they, they, they like also 80. had a cheap night in the movie, like a cheap movie night or something. We would go to see movies there. Yeah. They were $2. Well, they were also like, they were like fourth run. Yeah, so it was, exactly. it was real cheap. Yeah. The Midwood was where I saw Lifeguard with Sam Elliott at least three times. Ooh, yeah. why did you see that three times? Uh, it was because it was I, playing. I love that because I think it was seventy-seven cents. It's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy-seven cents, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, now playing again, all five of the Apes movies was a theater in Brooklyn called the Messerol. M e s e r o l e. Okay, I keep no. seeing that in ads. I have no clue. I don't know no what that clue. is. It's weird. The the theater, the only theaters that I know from this list are the only ones that are not playing all five Apes movies. Because yeah. at the Metropolitan, they were also playing Escape, right. Conquest, and Battle. That was in the Albee Square Mall area. Oh, okay. I didn't go that I went far. Went there drunk a few times. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, me- I remember the Nostrand Theater, the Midwood Theater, the College, King's the Plaza. Kent. The Kent. Yeah. The uh, Church Avenue. What was, the, what was that one on Church Avenue that we saw those... Scary the Albemarle, movies. the Kenmore, the Kenmore, the Kenmore. Yeah, we yeah. saw behind the green. Uh, no, we saw uh, Last House on the Left. And uh, where the hell is the Albemarle? I, I went there once. That's also we're off of Flappish Avenue on one of those weird yeah, little right, side streets. Right, I think. Yeah. Um, and there, uh, okay, playing all five Apes movies was a movie with a theater in Brooklyn called the Premiere. No clue. Playing all five movies in Brooklyn was a theater called the Rex. R E X. Okay, the Rex became the Cobble Hill. Oh, okay. Ah, ah. This one I sort of maybe know. Showing all five was the Ridgewood. Maybe I don't. Yeah, know. That's out in yeah. That's right. out in Ridgewood. That that was around forever. That theater. Yeah. Here's another one, and this one in Banco seemed like they must have been in Spanish neighborhoods. This one was the Rio Piedras. P i e d r a s. <laughs> well, yeah, Banco would be bank, so that makes sense. Yeah, so. Wow, they had like Latin name theaters back in the day. Yeah. I wonder if they were like predicting the future and knowing that they were going to be turned into a bank any moment, <laughs> as it happened to so many theaters, including yeah. the one uh, right off of Flatbush on like Flatlands or whatever. The um, the, the Avalon. Avalon, yeah, where we oh, saw yeah, right. then I forgot where about we saw Fred, all yeah. kinds of crazy slasher movies. Remember that, Chad? We would go yeah. see slasher double features at the Avalon. How about the Highway? Remember that one? It was on King's Highway in West Fifth. You had to go to West Fifth. That's where I saw a slasher movie. Okay, that wasn't a porno theater? No, hmm. no. It, it probably did show porno sometimes. Do you remember the Granada? That was the Kung Fu theater. Yeah. Yep. And I no, can't I remember exactly that. remember where that was. Yeah. Okay, and then finally in Brooklyn showing Go Ape was a theater that I know the name of. I'm trying to think which theater this was because I got it wrong. I thought it was the Kent I thought it was what was really the Kent. This was called the Walker. Walker. Okay, the Walker's a great fucking theater on uh, 18th Avenue and 86th Street. Oh, okay. Okay. And they ran Rocky Horror into the 90s. I, I believe you saw Rocky Horror with Anita Graff there. No, we saw it. We, I saw no. I didn't see Rocky Horror with. I saw. I saw Rocky Horror with Steve Mint's mom, Joan Mint. Oh, was, okay. And it was I at the Eighth Street Playhouse. Up. We went. We went and okay. did it legit. Oh, oh, oh. Didn't do any. Yeah. All, all these theaters were showing all the Planet of the Apes movies. Yes. Holy yeah. shit! The Walker was awesome, and it was a live venue until like the mid seventies. Well, like back to back, like you would you would spend the they whole had, day like, there like, or something. 
Yes. Yeah, it was called Go Ape or Ape for a Day. They did it throughout wow. the early 70s. Yeah. So as I look at this thing, it clearly was they had a limited amount of 20th century, had a limited amount of prints of the older ones. Right. But they had as many prints as they could throw a stick oh. at of, of escape, battle. conquest, and battle, the last three of them. Yeah. Because these people were either showing all of them or they were only showing the last three, except for... The one theater in all the five boroughs that wasn't showing one of those combinations, but was in fact showing Beneath and Conquest and Battle. They skipped Escape and went for Beneath. They must have had a straight Jesus. print of Beneath sitting around somewhere. And this yeah. is amazing when you think about that these were all 35 millimeter prints. Imagine yeah. how much shit is coming into this theater. I mean, they've got like right. four tons of movies that they have to deal with. That's and I'm the saying. projectionists must have been really out of their minds because they're like having to like swap reels <laughs> yeah. so many times. But at the Times Square on 42nd Street, you could catch that rare combo of yeah. two, four, and five instead of three, four, and five. How do you like that? That's that stayed open pretty pretty late in the game. The Times Square that made it uh, probably at least the end of the 80s, if not the early 90s. So at the Thalia, the Uptown Thalia, not the Thalia Soho, right. uh, was Harold and Maude, probably for the, like the fifth right. straight year. Um, uh, you could see in its fifth smash week, uh, The Great Gatsby with Robert Redford and Mia Farrow. Um, oh, here's a good double feature. Here's a movie I finally caught up with. I'd seen it a little bit of it on TV with my dad at the time. It first premiered on TV, but never really understood what I was watching. And then I watched the whole thing a couple years ago with Jim Healy, and I still didn't understand what we were watching. Uh, Burt Lancaster in The Midnight Man. I don't know that at all. Oh, really? He plays yeah. a, he plays a night watchman at a I think it's an all girls college. It's kind of like it kind of has a little bit of that pretty maids all in a row feel to it. Wow, well that's a must to investigate. And that was playing with Day of the Jackal. Ah, oh, that's a hell of a movie. Good movie. Now here's a movie I I hope Mike can tell us about. All right. Uh, Samuel Z. Arkoff presents. The Nine Lives of Fritz the Cat. Oh, okay. So that's the R-rated sequel to Ralph Bakshi's Fritz the Cat. And Bakshi had nothing to do with this. Right. So so Crumb and Bakshi are completely out at this point. And uh, it's it's not terrible, but I mean, I, I love uh, Fritz the Cat. I love those first couple of Bakshi movies. Um, How's the animation in just, this? Does it look the same? Is it better? It looks, it looks pretty good. No, it looks it looks pretty good. Um it uh, he goes through history, and he gets <laughs> fucked in the ass by Hitler, like he time travels. Wow! Literally, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. And yeah, it was rated R, so they could advertise it on TV. Who is who's this guy who wrote and directed it? Robert Taylor. I, that I don't know. Okay. I'm a fan, but I've seen it. I saw it on a double feature at the uh, New Beverly in Los Angeles with the original Fritz. Jesus. Also showing um, and being advertised as Best Picture winner with seven Academy Awards was uh, The Sting. Yes. Now, why are movies being advertised as Best Picture winners in June of a year? I mean, I guess well, they you just... remember, like, movies, they, they had long theatrical lives, yeah. you know? Yeah. And The Sting played for years. You know, those, those hit movies would stay around for years. Also, now you can see at a theater near you, Papillon. Oh. oh, that's a great one. And on the same page with all these movie ads is something 
the 52nd Street room downstairs at Jimmy's, uh, 33 West 52nd Street, and you could there's a number we can call for reservations. And the cover was seven dollars, and all credit cards are accepted. And there's a 9:30 p.m. show Monday through Thursday, and a nine o'clock and 11:30 p.m. show. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a 9:30 p.m. show Monday through Thursday, and on Friday and Saturday they did a 9 p.m. and an 11:30 p.m. And the show that was running through June 29th was something called. Are you guys ready for this? I'm yes, ready. I am. 1974. The show is called Imus in the Evening. Oh, oh yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. The legendary Imus. Wow. I'm a, I'm I just pulled an ad from a 70s daily news of Imus hosting the Miss New New York oh contest at, at Show World. <laughs> he was at fucking Show World. <laughs> Probably right from the same time. Yeah. Good old Imus with say, his Donkey Kong. You know, I was yeah. going to say, can you even imagine what the live Imus in a club show was? But then I realized I saw Howard Stern's live show at the Ritz. Oh, yeah, me too. One yeah. of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. And I can't imagine that, was, that Imus was any worse than Howard was at those Imus things. was probably okay. Yeah. Like, you probably just... I actually heard a live Imus album recorded at one of those. <laughs> you did? And it's just him, like, talking. Yeah. Yeah, one sacred chicken to go. But that's weird because his his show wasn't just him talking at that time. No. So why was his? No, but this was him drunk at a nightclub. Oh, just like, hey, you know, what's up, baby? No, and then there would be the parodies and shit, but it was more, you know. I, I didn't see how so. Did I see Howard Stern with you? No, I don't remember seeing Howard Stern live. No. I saw the one that, that Howard said. He goes, that's the best one we ever did. I was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. I saw that Howard Stern at the Ritz show with Joya Colombrero, actually. She got oh, the tickets oh, and took oh. them. Out. Yeah. Um, uh, playing at Cinema One was the Parallax View, although in the ad for whatever, I think that was a Walter Reed Theater, maybe. They spelled it uh, Parallax uh, L-E-X. <laughs> so they didn't yeah, know I, what movie they were showing. but um, That was a mockbuster. That was a proto-mockbuster, like Snakes on a Train. No, I'm joking. The parallax. Oh. <laughs> a mockbuster. Okay. Uh, at the Cinema Malibu, the Cine- Cinema Village, and the Cinemart. Those are three different theaters. Yes. Um, two of them in Manhattan, one of them in Forest Hills. I was going to say, yeah, Cinemart was out in Queens, if not Long Island. Yeah, yeah Forest Hills. Um, was the double feature Woody Allen at his zaniest. Take the money and run, playing with Play It Again Sam. All right. Um, and of course, at the Sutton, and this must have been playing for years, was the four Marx Brothers in Animal Crackers. Well, that was the big deal with that was that oh, it was a lost yes, and right. recently rediscovered. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Of course, it was the Claude Chabral thriller playing at the Plaza and at the Greenwich, Wedding in Blood. Mm. Damn. And at the Cine Lido and the Lido East and the Avon 42nd Street was a double feature of. And it's adult only. It's the best of the Mitchell brothers. Um, we know them. <laughs> Rampaging nurses. Shit. Don't know that one. Uh, which had the subtitle Operation Hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Plus a great Frisco mixed combo, which I don't even okay, know. That's, what a, that's interracial to. sex. Oh, okay, right. Uh-huh. Um, and then next to that is an ad for something. I don't know this movie, but Mike, I hope you do because I. Uh, All right. Stacy Keach. And Frederick Forrest 
in something called The Gravy Train. Okay. I just saw the trailer for that on the incredible uh, trailer trauma 70s action. So that's an action movie? Compilation. It's an action movie. If they're not there, I can't remember if they're cops or crooks or cops who act like crooks. But it looks amazing. It looks incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It looks. I cannot, from Garage House Pictures, let's plug that as much as we can. Trailer Trauma, Volume 5, 70s action. Phenomenal. It's interesting. The artwork on this ad makes it look like more like they might be in the military. Is that possible? That could be it, too. But they were they were uh, like rapscallions, as I recall. <laughs> okay. Rapscallions. Yeah. On yeah. Monday, you were, it was your, the last two days that you could catch at the Cinerama, at the RKO 86th Street, and the 59th Street, Clint Eastwood, in Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. Always liked that movie. Yeah, saw that one. Uh, Never made it to the Cinerama. Jeff Bridges. Yeah, where was the Cinerama? It was in Times Square. Oh, okay. Never got there. Hmm. I can't believe all those uh, theaters in Brooklyn that you, you mentioned earlier. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, at the at the Cameo Art, which I think was a porno theater. That's a porno theater, yeah. Was what Al Goldstein calls the best tongue-in-cheek sex farce <laughs> comedy of the year. Okay. Different Strokes, starring Harry Reams and Georgina Spelvin. Plus, yeah. Room Service 75. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know either one. Harry Reams, I know. The, I remember him. The, the ad yeah, has... I mean, Georgina Spelvin was uh, Miss Jones from Devil Miss Jones. Oh. So the, the ad has a picture of Georgina, Georgina Spelvin and then like a comic book dialogue bubble... <laughs> And she's saying, I was an iceberg until Harry Reams got below the surface. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a great tagline. Georgina was uh, an older lady. Yeah. She had been... Um, Two seasons. Shirley, she had been Shirley MacLaine's understudy in, I think, Sweet Charity on Broadway. Right. Nice. She was a dancer. Nice. That was on tonight. She was, like, she, was like, she was like 47 or something when she started. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so playing at a Columbia Showcase Theater, including in Brooklyn, the Lowe's Oriental, the Lowe's Georgetown 2, and the RKO Kenmore. Georgetown, huh? Yeah. Was, Georgetown uh, was great. I was surprised at how we saw we saw an ad from, I think, 1970 or 71 with the movie yeah. showing at the Georgetown. I was surprised it was even open that early. Um, but anyway, okay, so the, 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 um, the tagline for this movie is the following, and I want you guys to figure out what movie this is, because right. I never would have known. <clears throat> Stanley had a leather jacket, and Franny had acne. In 1958, they found each other. Stanley and Annie. Stanley and Franny. Stanley had a Franny. leather jacket. Stanley and Franny. Franny had acne. In 1958, they found each other. Dick and Which Jane is amazing to me <laughs> that this is the tagline for this movie. It's so weird. Fun with Dick and Jane. That's later, right? Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, no idea. Again, so they, they're cashing in on American graffiti there, right? The only the only real clue is the 1958. I I, co- I can't fucking guess. I can't know. Right, the Lords of Flatbush. Oh my god! Oh, seriously? Yeah, that makes sense. Well, you know the the original go to tagline is the foulest thing ever. It says, "When was the last time somebody gave you a hickey?" Uh, That's on the poster. Uh, yeah, that was a good movie. Well, it's fun. Yeah, oh, Stanley it's and Friend. Not a good movie. It's not good, but it's awesome. 
It yeah, really is. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. Henry Winkler, Perry King. Sylvester the music Stallone. is great. The music, the, the, as Danny calls it, the appalling faux 50s music <laughs> is so good. So at Radio City Music Hall was a movie that I saw recently for the first time in a long time. And, and I have to say it's actually pretty damn good. Uh, Herbie Rides Again. All right. Which has I the saw t- that as a kid. I saw like, that as a kid, but uh, not for a long time. It's on love Disney+. Love that original Plus. one. That original Herbie. I the love, original Herbie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then on the great stage, along with Herbie Rides Again, was something called Saluda a Colombia, the land of El Dorado. Ah, CC. Mm. Featuring artists from Colombia, the Rockettes, the Ballet Company, and the Symphony Orchestra under the direction of Paul Lavalle. How do you like that, right. Apples? Um, at the Ziegfeld was That's Entertainment. Uh, oh, that was a smash. Classic. And at, at the Lowe's Astro Plaza, which I want to say is probably my favorite, at least Manhattan movie theater of all time. It was a great one. Uh, was um, uh, for Pete's sake, starring Barbara Streisand. And the ad is interesting in that the ad is takes a first person uh, perspective of, from Barbara's. Uh, it's a picture of Barbara, and the ad says, "My new movie in the lavish new Lowe's theater." <laughs> Come join oh, me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Very personal uh, touch. And then right under that is a very small ad for um, Peter Bogdanovich's best, most original film, says Vincent Camby. Now, it's, I, I'm just amazed. Vincent Camby, who I'm assuming saw all the previous Peter Bogdanovich films, says his best, most original film is Daisy Miller. Daisy Miller, I was going to guess, <laughs> which I've never seen. Rated G. Hey, really? for everybody. Yeah. So was that Long Last Love. Yeah. Now, next to that at the... So was Nickelodeon. Yeah. He's a, he's a great G-rated director. Um, All bombed. <laughs> at the Criterion Theater and um, the 86th Street East. Criterion was great. I love that place. That's Broadway at 45th? That's right 53rd. in the smack center of Times Square. Yeah. That's not still around, is it? No. No. Um, anyway, playing there was uh, Sidney Poitier, Bill Cosby, and Harry Belafonte as Geechee Dan in Uptown Saturday, Saturday Night. Night. All right. Good old Bill Cosby. Now, here's a great pull quote from Walter Spencer at WOR Radio about that movie. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One very funny movie. A good, funny, funky bit of monkey business. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a famous pull quote. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Cannot, cannot, cannot write that one today. No. Yeah. Uh, next to that is at playing at the 34th Street East, Gene Hackman in the conversation. Oh. Ooh. Which Great was the winner, according to this ad, winner of the Golden Palm at the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. So I guess they used to not. New York Times wasn't as classy as it was later on when they just kept to the French Palm d'Or and they just called it yeah. the Golden Palm. Do you know that that movie was like not only not a hit but like made no money? I believe it. Even though it was nominated for Best Picture? Well, it came out the same year as Godfather 2, didn't Godfather. it? Godfather, yeah. Or yes. Godfather yeah. 2. Oh, really? The same year? Wow. 2, yes. 74, yeah. yeah. That's, a cl- that's a great movie but I could see it it's being... It's amazing, yeah. You know, but no, it's a great movie. I personally, yeah. I'm not saying it's a better movie than, although... I'm happy for anyone to make that argument. I'm not making it. I'm just saying 
I personally prefer it to either of the Godfather movies. Oh, oh. I love it, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not saying that, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, underneath the ad for that was a, this is pretty great. Uh, it was a double feature that was under the heading Brando Brando. So it was a Marlon Brando double, and it was playing at the Brooklyn okay. Heights number one. I'm going to guess Burn and Last Tango in Paris. Okay. Burn is wrong, and but okay. Last Tango in Paris is right. But can you imagine what I would think is one of the least appropriate Brando movies to play alongside Last Tango in Paris? Well, the comedy, least appropriate? Uh, what are you guys asking me? Isn't there a comedy that he does? Um, yeah, what's the comedy that he did? I don't know. Oh, no, oh, the Freshman. Of, that was 1990. No, I'm thinking, <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm thinking of uh, Jack Nicholson. I was thinking of Going South for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. A Streetcar Named Desire. I was going to guess either that or, oh, or really? on the waterfront. Oh, really? How they put those together? Wow. Brando. Well, I guess he's Last Tango hot. and Streetcar. Couldn't hot. get enough of it. Yeah. And yeah. of course, it, was, it says X, no one under 17 admitted. Ooh. And I'm assuming that was for yeah. Streetcar, not for Last Tango. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, at the Park Miller, which is a porno theater, was uh, an all-male yeah. cast in The Big Hustle. That's a good movie. No, I don't know that one. <laughs> I think the Park Miller became the David. Mm. <laughs> I think that was the David. Um, uh, but that was famous because that had the first gay porno movies, uh, those... Um, Wakefield Pool. He did like really our Boys in the Sand was his first one. Hmm. As opposed to Boys in the Band. Wow. Uh, he did an amazing movie. If you ever get a chance to see it called Bijou, which is a uh like a completely surrealistic uh you know, Salvador Dali esque trip through an adult all male theater. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. Wasn't the Bijou that the, the thing that we were talking about that the guy in Chicago was the, used to take the, the, pay, the porn theater in Chicago? Right. Yeah. And that was Howard Stern, Stern used, to, used to play the. How uh, used to call that the Bijou that, coming down. Now. And, okay, I got it. Okay, I can say it now because Mister Skin's not here. Right. So Howard, having lived in Chicago all these years, Howard stole so much from Steve Dahl, and that was one of the bits. Mama Luku Boo Day was was completely taken from Steve Dahl's Tyrone in the Helicopter. But you know this because you listen to old Steve Dahl tapes? Because they would play best of Steve Dahl, and they would play shit from the 80s, from the early late 70s, early 80s. And you're sure it predated Howard? A hundred percent. It was like 77, 78, this shit. Howard didn't start in New York till 82. Okay, well, you just said the 80s. Well, I'm sorry, I I meant like, you know, he was, he peaked in 79 was when he did the Disco disco Demolition, so it was before that. I was confused. I was thinking that. No, uh, I'll say this. Steve Dahl is not fucking funny. Howard's hilarious. <laughs> right. But he had all these funny ideas. And otherwise, like, how on earth would Howard have found this fucking gay porno theater in Chicago? Right. Except that Steve Dahl, that was one of his signature bits, was he called every week. Uh-huh. Now, do you, do you allow you, for the I, idea? I, not only did I go to the Bijou a couple of times, uh, my band played the Bijou. Nice. They had monthly, like, hipster parties. Very nice. And it was it was like an active like gay sex club too, like with all these you know fucking art school freaks walking around. And yeah, we got to play with gay porno Very good. on the screen splattered behind. Oh, us. really? Like they did it yeah, as a yeah. backdrop? Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. What was the name uh, of your band? Gays in the Military. Ah, beautiful. Yeah, we're fucking great. We're on Spotify. All right. Do hey. you guys know? 
You I, you must know this movie even even by this pull quote. Um, I've never even heard of it. Oh, maybe you won't know this movie, but I mean, I'm sorry because the pull quote is from Al Goldstein. I thought he had something to do with this movie. So oh. Al Goldstein says, "The kind of shock you felt when you viewed The Exorcist is not unlike the shock you will get from this film." Through the Looking Glass. No, but it's Gerard Damiano. Uh, Memories Within Miss Aggie. Oh, Memories Within Miss Aggie. Yeah, yeah. I know that movie, yeah. Oh, and get this as part of this ad. Yeah. This is one of those movies where it says, because of the shocking nature of the conclusion of this film, no one will be admitted in the last 10 minutes of its showing. What What happens in this movie that's so shocking? I don't remember. I really don't remember. <laughs> I guess, but I've seen it. I guess it didn't stay. With, I guess it wasn't that shocking. Yeah. It would have stayed with you. Uh, I've never seen this movie. I don't know what it's about, but I certainly have seen the title. Playing in Brooklyn at the Albemarle and the Avalon, which I think is nice with the double A's. Yeah. Uh, John Voight is Conrack. Oh, Conrack. That. that was a good yeah. movie. He's a teacher. Yeah. With like. Uh, Poor kids, probably like in rural Mississippi or something. Yeah. So it's like goodbye, Mr. Chips in rural Mississippi. Yeah. He teaches them how to swim. Like I think one boy drowned. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. 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 There's something like that. Yeah. Is one yeah. of the girls in love with him in his class and all that stuff? I don't. I maybe don't I can't remember details, but I do remember seeing yeah. it. Uh, oh, Jared, Gerard Damiano is all over the place. Devil and Miss Jones is playing at the Lincoln Art Theater. Well, that played forever. Um. At the David, which is an all male cinema. Oh, that's so I got it wrong. The Park East was different from the David. Yeah. Uh, Brothers and Lovers playing with Hot okay. Hot for Cash <laughs> and Oof. and My Uncle and I. I mean, not only Man, not only is it all theme. male, but it's like all um what do they call it? All incest. All incest. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I was hot. Yeah. That's the that's the big thing that Howard's always now talking sandwiched, about. Yeah, step, step this is my Corn. favorite part of this whole page, is that sandwiched between the ads for Devil and Miss Jones, Brothers and Lovers, Hot for Cash, My Uncle and I, and Memories Within Miss Aggie. Right in the center of all those ads, 10th yeah. Smash Month for the New York Experience. <laughs> oh, there it is. That was that was a good show, i got to say. I was sick the day my class went. Uh, I didn't get to go. You never saw it? The New York Chad, Experience? How many, Chad, oh, how, that was how many times did you see it, Chad? I saw it. I must have seen it three 45 times. 45 times. <laughs> I mean, class trip or my parents taking me or. Chad, did you also get taken to see Beatlemania as a class trip? I did. Did we go together or no? Was that early? I mean, I think I did. So it makes sense that you would have been with me. Um, And what was the third sort of experiential thing that I was talking about on last week's show? That wasn't those two things. Oh, I can't remember. But, you know, the other thing I remember that we saw as a class trip that I didn't mention last week was that Marx Brothers thing, that day in Hollywood, night in the Ukraine. Oh, yeah, Chad, yeah. were you there for that? We laughed so hard at that goddamn no, thing. That, was I maybe that the was hardest me. I ever laughed. I think you and I went. I don't think that was a school trip. I think it was. Uh-uh. I think you and I saw that show. What do you mean? Just on a date, the two of us? I, I think, <laughs> yeah, I just think we went to see that show. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid, you moron. I don't think it was a school trip. <laughs> I do. But oh, okay. What, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Or Morrow. I don't know. When was that show? I don't know. There's two ads for Blazing Saddles right next to each other. One of them is just for, I guess, for the Cinema Studio Theater. 
And the other one is for the RKO 15. That was in almost constant release. It was re-released once a year. Uh, there was a theater called Le Petit Theater at 61st mm-hmm. Street. Um, was showing... Uh, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't know what... It was the First Avenue screening room. And the movie was called Le Petit Theater de Jean Renoir. Which I don't know. Was it a Renoir film? or I don't know uh, what that knows? is. I don't know. Um, the Seduction of Mimi by Lena Wertmuller was playing. Oh, yes. Marriage and Many Strange Things, I guess, was a porno movie. Hmm. Uh, up above Shit. the ad for the U- for the Groove Tube, which was only playing at the East Side Cinema when it premiered. Uh, wow. Up above that was a, an Italian sex comedy with traces of kinkiness. Uh, a Dino De Laurentiis production, Malizia. Malizia. Oh, Malizia. Malizia. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. There are a lot of damn movies out. Yeah. You don't, you don't know if it's bad. Yeah. Above that was an ad for Chinatown at the Lowe's State. All right. And above that was an ad for it, what is a bad movie? George Siegel and the Terminal Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Was that a Michael Crichton? I think it is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Boy, Crichton may, like had some really good ideas for movies and some really bad ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then also playing was The Exorcist, which was looked like it was playing at 100 theaters just in the five boroughs alone. Wow. You want to hear what move, what theaters were showing it in Brooklyn that week? Yeah. The, the Aster on Flappish Avenue. The Beverly. I remember that. The yeah. Beverly. We might have been talking about The Beverly before because that's at church in McDonald. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. the, never went there, but no, I remember. The one we're talking yeah. about was right off, right off Flappish and Church. That was Kenmore. You were definitely oh, talking yeah, about the Kenmore. Kenmore. Yeah. Uh, a movie theater I haven't heard of called the Carlton on Flappish Avenue. I remember, uh, that. I remember it, but I don't know where it I is. Yeah. A movie theater I never heard of called the Chopin at Manhattan. Uh, oh, Manhattan I remember that Avenue. too. Yeah, uh, that was around for a long time. Yeah, yeah, this is more like your sort of. Well, I don't, you weren't living there at the time, but. Uh, on Bath Avenue was a theater called the, the Deluxe. Don't know it. I do know this theater on Duffield Street, the Duffield. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, as you mentioned before, the Graham uh, at, in Garrison Beach. Didn't you mention that before, the Graham? The Graham? No. Oh. No. Well, but I remember it, yeah. Uh, here's a theater I've never heard of on Eastern Parkway. The Cameo with a K, K A M E O. No, no, never. I don't remember that. Uh, the Oasis on Fresh Pond Boulevard. I don't what know what the that? fuck <laughs> is that. Jesus. The Here's a theater that? that I should know but don't really uh, on Prospect Park West called the Sanders. That's not what wow. became the pavilion. Yeah, that must have been the park side. That must have been the that pavilion. Must have turned into the park side. Oh, it turned into the park, oh, the park side, not side. the okay. pavilion. Must have been. Wait, yeah, it must have been. What was the park side? I don't even know the park side. The park side became the pavilion. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> okay. Um, and then finally in Brooklyn at the Sea View on Rockaway Parkway. Oh yeah, I remember that one. So you really you didn't have you could you could walk, you could turn any corner and go see The Exorcist. Yeah. Or Planet of the Apes somewhere. <laughs> Hot ticket. All right. Well, that's it. And I don't want to. I don't. I, there was nothing good playing on TV that day. So. All right. Yeah. And we're we're we're, we're right. well over the two hour mark. And oh <laughs> shit. Well done. My phone's probably at one, but uh, thank you guys very much. This is working. Thank you. This was great. We'll have Chad back for Kentucky Fried Movie next time. You're a natural. Yeah. You're great. 
Thank you, guys. Absolutely awesome. Next time Cheers. in person, Thank you give me a massage while we do the show. Yeah, I give yeah. you a happy ending. Please do. Later. <laughs> I remember the last time I talked to you, you had just massaged uh, Robin Quiver. Yes. She was, well, I didn't she's know really... you massaged Mr. X. No, no, I didn't. But my uh, partner massaged Mr. X. I massaged Robin. But obviously that was, not that great. That was one in den. You never, yeah, you never, never called me back. back. Wow. I tried. Shame. She's strong. She's a tough lady, that massage. Yeah. And you're like a hundred cats walking around the house. All right, guys. It's been it's been real. Thank you, Chad. All right, later. Thank you, Ben. God bless Bye-bye. you both. All right. Bye bye, everybody. See you. Hey, 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 what else was playing that day? Hey, hey, what else was playing that day? Hey, 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 what else was playing that day?